What's poppin' everybody? It's the Incidental Nerd, and you're listening to episode 6 of the For the Pop podcast. And this week, Hank and I have another catch-up where we discuss some wrestling, some Spider-Man, a little bit a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying listening to the podcast, and if you are, feel free to, to like and subscribe to our channel so that you can get notifications when we release new episodes. What's poppin' all my guys, gals, and non-binary pals? It's your boys, the Incidental Nerd. What's up? I'm OG Hank 3121 on all socials. We're back with another little catch-up episode. A lot went down this week. We had some wrestling. We had some Spidey. We had some pay-per-views. So, uh, you know, we're going to hit you with a quick little recap of the week. Nerd, what's going on, my brother? How you doing? How you feeling? Doing well, doing well. Uh, happy to be with you um, on, on yet another episode of the For the Pop podcast. Episode six. Episode six. We've made it. We've made it, brother. You know, we're, we're on our way. The, the momentum has stopped. I think I'm, I'm, a little, I'm proud of us that we're now putting out weekly content. Six weeks in a row, dog. <laughs> you know, like, you know, take if, that, James Camioni. <laughs> you know, my speakers. No, I'm kidding. Sorry, <laughs> dog. Oh, uh, they used to bust our balls about like not not producing content. I get it. I get it. No, fair. But- it was fair. Uh, but you know, we're we're back. We're reinvigorated under a new brand, and we're gonna keep calling it a new brand for another. 11 months. We can, um, we can keep going with a new umbrella, you know what I'm saying? If, if, if we're not giving you uh, catch-ups, we're doing uh, some interviews. And if we're not doing interviews, we're doing uh, drafts, drafts, which so far have been marred by controversy each time. But you know what? I think that's uh, half the fun. And 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 uh, Incidental Nerd is providing you with the TikTok videos that you're dying for. And I actually was thinking earlier today, you know, are, you know, we're, we're headed to Days of the Dead this weekend. Yeah, that's um, fingers crossed that we're able to uh, do a, a couple of interviews that we'll be able to share on our socials. But this is something that we've done. I don't know. Is it, it's either been four or five times. Um, we've talked about it before. Yeah. Uh, but I have I have the the old recordings. I have the recordings from our prior interviews. Nice. So I'm gonna be chopping those up into TikTok-sized pieces, oh. so people can consume them over there. I nice. I like it. It's fancy. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Very cool, my dude. But yeah, man, it was a fun week. It feels like it's been a long week. I uh, and it's only Thursday. I know. Last week it was a uh, was a, a wrestling-filled weekend. I got to uh, do some stuff with GCW. You know, that, that's, uh, it's always fun to get that, uh, you up text, you know, it's not a really you up text. Good old, good old Brett Lauderdale. Yeah. And any, any of our OGs, uh, will know what that, uh, you up is about. That's a, that's an old segment from our old WTAR days. I don't know, man. Those... Well, we're, we're older and wiser and now we're recording at seven o'clock in the evening. Yeah. And. And, we, you know, who do we think we were recording like at 10 o'clock? What time did we start? Nine, 10? Bro, we used to, yeah, it was like, it was, well, it was eight-ish, then it was nine-ish. <laughs> Ten-ish, then it become ish. <laughs> when are you guys going to record? Ish. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, like I was saying, uh, 
got a chance to just, I feel like to say help out, but all, all I really did was just give a ride. That's, uh, you know. Listen, man, they need, they, those, those guys need rides, man. It's, you, the, that's the grind. Like they're, they, if they're flying in, they need a pickup and yeah. they need to be taken where they're going to go. Yeah. You know, it's a, uh, but yeah, uh, I got to pick up Ninja Mac. Uh, if you're familiar with him, you know, he's uh, one of the newer over the last year kings of the flippy shit. That dude is very... And, and a GCW mainstay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as, as Brett likes to call him, Ninja Fuck Mac. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what, what, what that's... Uh, the name behind that is, but why not, right? I, I know uh, Kevin Gill announces him as Ninja Fuck Mac as well on the, on the commentary. Because when you get in the ring with him, you're going to get fucked up. Got him. But yeah, uh, real nice dude. He's from uh, Houston. He now resides in Houston. You know, he's he's now making his living through wrestling, which is always oh, really amazing. cool to hear, you know? Um, yeah. You know, j- just to g- give you a little insight on, like, you know, th- th- their life. You know, he got into my car and just, you know, the pleasantries. How you doing? How you feeling? What you been up to? You know, he's telling me how he's banged up. You know, he had a hell of a banger the night before. Uh, I don't remember where exactly and how he's just kind of just still feeling it from the night before, but you know, he's got a scramble, which he didn't know what they were going to do. And he's like, I don't even know who's in the scramble today or what we got going on. <laughs> okay, okay. He, but he, he did say that he does not do death matches. I was like, okay, good for you. I'm like a scramble King, right? Right up there. I, I feel like there's a lot of scramble Kings, right? Yeah. But I mean, like uh, the one that they did here in Chicago was my first introduction to him the one that they did uh labor day weekend right around all in all in and uh, all out pardon me second city summit this year the second city summit yes yeah yeah um that was my introduction to him i hadn't seen him uh, perform before but um damn like yeah he pulled off some crazy stuff yeah uh he he's like i said very very athletic flippy and i asked him i was like um I'll do like an unofficial interview, right? Because I was just like, you know, I can bring this, I can bring this back to, uh, not like I was like, so, sir, what is, it's just a conversation, <laughs> but, but making sure to take a mental note so I can come back and, you know, share the experience. Right. And I asked him, I was like, you know, so what's, what's, uh, what was his athletic background? Because he has to have some kind of athletic background. I thought maybe in gymnastics, because he is incredibly quote unquote flippy. He's very ac- acrobatic. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, he kind of left. He's like just amateur wrestling. He was doing just amateur wrestling in high school. Wow. Um, and, but I forget exactly how I said, but you know, he was obviously doing the wrestling thing. Eventually he, uh, just athletic. He's like, Hey, let me try doing a backflips. He ended up doing them. He impressed a friend who knew somebody that knew somebody long story short, long journey short. Right. Right. Got, got him into uh, Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. No kidding. He used to, uh, he said he used to perform in the circus. He did oh. some Cirque du Soleil. And uh, through that, somebody saw him and it was like, you'd make a pretty good wrestler with this stuff you can do. He tried it. He loved it. And no looking back. I know uh, he's heading to Japan soon. Uh, wow. maybe not necessarily all, uh, not new Japan, not necessarily, sure. but I mean, there's obviously a bunch of other companies out there. Absolutely. And, yeah. Uh, he's going to do his first tour of Japan, which he's super excited for. And that's a huge, uh, like, like touchstone in a wrestler's career. Absolutely. 
certainly is certainly in the in the independent scene um that's awesome uh i mean uh i wonder because because wwe currently has a, a talent that has a circus soleil background oh, reggie yeah reginald yeah yeah oh, um that didn't even cross my mind you're right yeah uh i mean definitely physically the, those those uh performers do some really amazing things so yeah no doubt um, it's kind of an untapped uh uh a uh, resource yeah uh, but that's pretty cool yeah you know what i was recently thinking because I, I guess he kind of got me thinking like you know people compare aew and wwe uh, i like to compare them to nxt right it's, it's kind of funny you know aew um <clears throat> i don't know how to say it without like sound like throwing shade right because it's such a controversy oh you hate AEW. i don't i don't hate aew but like right. they they have their homegrown talents are people who have grinded the indie scene for a long time. Right. Uh, you know, so I, I think for uh, fans like ourselves, we've heard of 99.9% of these guys, if not 100% of them, you know? Yeah. To be to be perfectly honest, of their, who are their four pillars? It's, or pillows, as JR likes to say. Uh, Darby. Uh, MJF, Darby, yep. Jungle Boy. Yep. And what's who's their fourth pillar? Sammy Guevara, right? Okay, Sammy Guevara. Um, of those four, yeah, the only one I didn't know of, like I hadn't seen a match of, was Jungle Boy. Oh, okay. So, um, I mean, we're we're lucky being from Chicago and the wrestling scene here. This city loves its wrestling. Absolutely, it's there's a there's deep roots going way way back. And we have all, there are a lot of outlets for independent wrestlers here in the city. There's AAW, Freelance, Freelance Underground. Uh, there's, uh, what is it, CZW? There's all of, you know, there's, and then, and not far away either, we have like Black Label Pro and, and those others. So we're very lucky. Absolutely. That we have a lot of this talent that has come through. So, um, I mean, and we were fortunate going to AAW during what I would say was like their golden era, the golden era. Yeah. For real with uh, Chris hero and Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. I mean, every, every month that the shows Keith Lee uh, moose, like it was just a who's who. I mean, literally, if you look back at it right now, everyone who's on TV was at AAW at some point. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. For, no, 100% for sure. But the, um, the point I was going to make about that, it was, uh, you know, and, and that's cool. I'm, I'm not I'm not taking credit away from them saying that, you know, their quote unquote homegrown talents is, you know, in these stars. Well, and that's where, it's, you know, they have to get them from a certain pool, right? Yeah, they had to start somewhere. It's yeah, not like it's not like they just all of a sudden got a, you know, got a job in wrestling. Right. Well, or, or were in, in some sort of uh, a, a like a. Uh, uh, what do you what do you call it? performance center or something like well, you know like and that's what I was kind of going to say where WWE is actually I, I don't know if you're watching NXT 2.0 but they're actually making stars these guys right. aren't most of the most of them aren't you know grinding in the indies these are former collegiate athletes yeah. other type of athletes in different sports or different uh, avenues of entertainment and sports they're really making their own household I, uh, their name. Yeah, I mean, they they still have, um, uh, I'm not going to, I almost used the, the word residue, but that's kind of a negative connotation. They still have 
uh, some of the remnants of of the original NXT um, in like Tommaso Ciampa. Um, oh gosh, what's her name now? Uh, the but the toxic uh, oh, toxic Rose? attraction. Uh, Mandy was that Mandy Rose? Not Mandy Rose, because uh, she was really. I mean, they developed her. Are you talking um, about from the indie scene, Priscilla yes. Kelly, Gigi yes. Dolan? Yes, that's okay. who I was talking about. Right. Um, you know, and I mean, uh, oh gosh, what's her name? Cora, Cora Jade. Cora Jade. Uh, that's 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 our. Uh, you know, we're familiar with her from Chicago. So, like she was, she was grinding on the independent scene. Yeah, um, not not to say not to say that she just started grinding because that's not the case, right? She was training and she was doing local shows here. But I mean, yeah. relatively, if you look at her, of Cora Jade's uh, uh, what, what trajectory, do you call it? Her, her trajectory, she went from like training to a match to signed in a really short time where it takes some people 19. Look at Jay Lethal. Uh, yeah. I know there's controversy right now with him, but like he's finally, quote unquote, finally on, on major TV. You know, Impact, he was on, or yeah. TNA, he was on, Ring of, Honor. Ring of Honor. But I mean, they didn't have the major TV, right? He's yeah. now on major TV with AEW. That's a 19-year journey right there for that guy to be like, you know, so it, it, it's crazy. But yeah, WWE, I know a lot of people haven't given it their, their NXT, the new, pardon me, the new NXT, uh, it's fair shake. But I mean, I, I, I know you got your problems with Tony D'Angelo, but like, I think they're making, they're throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Steiner kid, that kid, that kid's going to be a star. Mm-hmm. you know yeah, I, there's there's yeah they're they, they're definitely i mean look when you're developing talent like that yeah i i don't know what the percentage is but like even if you look at the independent wrestling scene that we have been around yeah what's the percentage of people that actually it's a little bit higher now with with aew being around but what is the percentage of independent wrestlers that actually get signed to contracts to to go on to these companies that 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 are featured heavily on television and everything it's a it's a small percentage yeah. so hold on I, I we got some breaking news here i just i just happened to be uh scrolling seeing if we anything popped up and breaking news from game changer wrestling gcw game gcw and orange crush proudly present the inaugural indie wrestling hall of fame induction ceremony and gala what? live on saturday january 22nd from the cutting room in New York City and streaming live. That's really cool. That that really makes me want to hit to New York because I really wanted to go to Hammerstein. But to be at that, I, I like I'm I'm I, I legit got chills. Independent wrestling hall of fame. Yeah. That's, that's wow. That's that's super cool. I wonder how they're gonna handle that. Like are, are you not eligible once you've made it big? Is it gonna be like super <laughs> like you know, like Somebody like Nate Webb, who's been grinding the Indies his whole career, you know. But you got to look at, I mean, like, cool. when you're talking about independent, like, independent wrestling, you you know, I'm sorry, but CM Punk's name comes to mind. Of course. Uh, uh, Brian Danielson's Brian name. Danielson. Like, there, there, are, the, the, there are guys that are mainstays right now right. that they were on the grind forever. And it, you know, they didn't get in, they didn't get where they, where they were headed eventually until, you know, their thirties and, yeah. but they had already put in a decade's worth of work. For sure. You know? for sure. I mean, Brian Danielson's helped start ring of honor. Like, right. and, and if, if that, that alone right there, that's independence, like personified. James, you want me back or I mean, what? 
<laughs> no. So, uh, I mean, we got off topic there. Sorry, because I, I read that. And that's a, that's super exciting. I wonder how they're going to handle that. That's really cool. Uh, to put a little bow on our GCW talk, uh, or indie talk where we're talking about, uh, you know, they'll be back January 15th. They're going to be back at the Grand Sports Arena uh, in Hoffman Estates. Uh, so... Still hesitant to go to one of their shows, but okay. <laughs> it's not fair. I mean, you can watch with the comforts of your home. I understand sometimes the violence is a little gratuitous. Uh, yeah, I, I just and and there, I don't know. Like it's it, it's it's gratuitous violence, which I can get into sometimes. But also, like the crowd is right there, and there's all those busted light tubes and. Yeah, I think I'd rather sit on my couch and watch. But, you know, they'll get my money that way. I feel you. I feel you. But but sh- shifting for a, uh, for a moment from uh, something I wanted to talk about today uh, was the new Spider-Man trailer. Shifting yes. from wrestling to the world of straight entertainment. Uh, I mean, I watched it and I was just like mind blown because I've always loved Spidey. Uh, once again, like I've said before, my my knowledge of these things don't come from the comic books. Like like sure. yourself, uh, you know, like the, I know you've read a lot of comic books. Mine come from the early mid ninety cartoons. So the Amazing Spider Man, phenomenal. Obviously, all the all the movies with uh, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and now Tom Holland, right? Yeah, it, it's just really cool, man. What what a hell of a trailer! It looks seems to yeah. have a Sinister Six, maybe I don't know. Well, in Spider-Man, to me, like, um, I did read some Spider-Man yeah. when I was a kid. Um, like, I don't know, right around, right, probably like 89, 90, 91. Okay. Like in that era. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite comics that I have in my collection, I don't know if it has much value, but um, Todd McFarlane, who created Spawn, yeah, kind of got his start or at least got a name for himself drawing and writing spider-man comics nice which which if you look at spawn's design you can you can kind of see the influence of of the spider-man suit on the spawn character but i i haven't i have this uh comic and i'm kind of going off on a tangent a little bit but it was a pure mcfarlane um spidey in hell like he was running through hell with demons webbed to his arms oh, wow. just like yeah so um one of my like i said that was a total tangent but it was one of my favorite stories i ever read um but yeah so spider-man is a like that character just has such a rich uh background and so many different stories um and then obviously marvel right like it just seems like he's one of the anchors or pillars of marvel 100 percent, and and um you know, and, and uh, a character co-created by by Stan Lee, and Stan Lee just his. I think the 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 biggest contribution Stan Lee had to comic books was making the characters relatable. Right. So, like Spider Man, Peter Parker was a high school kid that you know was kind of a nerdy high school kid that all of a sudden got these powers. You can find like you can you can feel your like you could like put yourself in that story it's a lot easier than a, a billionaire you know a, a billionaire orphan 
that or 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 an, an orphan from outer space or whatever you know what i mean it's yeah. it, it's you know that's where marvel kind of got its niche and where stan lee really got his like where i think he his strong his strong storytelling comes from that that uh origin um but i didn't really i i i'm familiar with like the multiverse in marvel like i understand it and dc has one as well um but it wasn't until i watched into the spider-verse that i realized what like like the actual impact it could have on spider on the on the character of spider-man right so and I and I remember watching that animated film and being like, this is something they could never pull off in a live movie. <laughs> right. Like, like this is the perfect medium for it because there's no way they would even attempt. And all of a sudden, here we are with <laughs> the third Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Yep. And it's they're diving into the multiverse. Yeah, they're 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 full. I mean, they've been building up to it pretty nicely with you know WandaVision and then Loki. Yeah. Um, what if really dove into it? I did, you watched What If? Did we talk about those? I haven't finished it, but I have watched What If. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's a major spoiler. They definitely dive into the the multiverse and all that stuff. You know, absolutely. The entire the entire What If and What If was a comic as well. Yeah. Um, that that entire idea is is telling stories from other like other universes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's always been the fun part about comics in general. And like I said, DC did it too. Um, it's because you don't, you can, you can have, um, like there's a term we use it in the, in, in, in nerdy, in a nerdy way called Canon, which right, is right. like, that's like the base story for a character. Yeah. But you can break away from Canon and be like, oh, well that's that other universe over there. Like, yeah. you know, so, but it's cool. It's like, it just, it, it allows for, uh, additional storytelling and not necessarily always having to, uh, you know, paint by the, by, by the numbers. Right. Not so yeah, I'm, I'm super, super excited for this movie. Um, I, I, I <laughs> the very first, like the teaser trailer that was released for, uh, um, it, for this movie, Go which, yeah, for, uh, which was, they showed Spider-Man, Peter Parker, right. Talking to, uh, Dr. Strange. Yeah. And asking him to make it so that no one knows who he is. Right. And something goes wrong with the spell. Right. Um, I have been wondering since that trailer came out if that actually was Doctor Strange. Because Doctor Strange has, yeah. has been like, there's that what if... It, uh, episode for him that animated one that goes pretty darn deep like it's a pretty touching episode when you think about it i don't know if you watched that one um where because dr strange basically like his like like he he ended up he was a a legitimate doctor that he had a car accident and and it damaged like he could no longer he was a surgeon and he could no longer perform surgery Gotcha. So they went in they, a deep dive on what if with a, a different scenario. Okay. Um, so I don't believe Dr. Strange would do that for Peter. Okay. Cause he, he's like all about maintaining the same, the sanctity. He's, of, 
he's supposed to be maintaining the sanctity of the of the timeline. Right, exactly. Like that's that's part of what like if you if you've seen Doctor Strange, right? And then also the uh the Infinity Wars where they went and they visited the and, and this is where you know 10 years of pot smokers up here and I, I can't always remember everything but uh the 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 character that trained Doctor Strange she was in right. in in control of the the trying to make sure that the timeline stayed the timeline you know sure. so I don't like I still want to know like was that actually Doctor Strange interesting yeah I because I, I don't think that that's something he would do you, you realize how 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 much of an impact that kind of change would have to a timeline of course yeah i I didn't i didn't even didn't even think about that what what really uh piqued my interest and popped me hard like super popped me uh was that like second to last scene where you see mj falling and it's a you know the the classic uh fall And it's a throwback to the Andrew Garfield where we saw Gwen Stacy die. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if they, I'm getting chills talking about this because if they don't have the much rumored, you know, Toby and Andrew in the movie, if they don't have the redemption of Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man saving MJ, that's got to be the redemption. Oh, you got me. You popped me. I didn't even consider that. Dude, that's the redemption. It has to be. But it's it's interesting too sorry, because like it's got really loud in the audios. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, but the yeah, I mean it's it's really interesting. I I'm going in with there's already all these yeah ideas that I have, For sure. and I'm just I just want to know what what they decided to do. Oh, I I think that I mean that's that's the fun of it, right? Like we're all think. I mean, like we think about like the beginning of uh the the Disney Plus Marvel Universe, right? When WandaVision came out everyone everything hey is that flies that mephisto that flowers that mephisto we have yet to see freaking mephisto and we're like four series away and bro it was agatha all along it was agatha all along yeah uh i was tech i was texting immediately with dan when the trailer we're we were texting at like seven o'clock we're like where the hell's the trailer where the hell's the trailer it's like oh dude i'm refreshing i had a notification on on like three different twitter accounts and their and their youtube channel and as soon as it went live, I was like, click. So, but yeah, he's, uh, you know, he was saying officially confirmed Lizard, Sandman, obviously. Uh, he Electro. Liked, Dan said he liked how the comic book looking star over Electro's face. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yes. Uh, let's see. He says, so we, we have five out of the Sinister Six. I yeah, there's he, Green, Green Goblin. Right. Electro. Yep. Sandman. Uh, Doc Ock. And lizard was in there also. And the li- I didn't see the lizard. I I, I had heard, oh, but I guess like that maybe I don't know. Sometimes I need to rewatch a trailer, and I only I only watched it twice. I didn't see the lizard, but um, I I kind of feel like Venom is the is the sixth member of the Sinister Six. Dude, okay, so I didn't even think I didn't watch the last Venom. I forgot totally about the second Venom. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Oh, well, okay, so Dan says I still think Mysterio faked his death. Dave says Venom would be cool, but he's not a villain in this movies. There's always Vulture, but he wasn't necessarily on bad enough terms with Peter at the end. Uh, I thought maybe what if it's uh, James Franco's Goblin that comes in? 
uh, he goes, a back from the dead Mysterio would go along with Strange did say something to the effect of they all died fighting Spider-Man. And then yeah. He's one of the one ahead. of the things that that I thought about too was that I'm not convinced that the character that we thought was Mysterio was actually Mysterio. Mm, okay. You see, um, I don't know enough to not believe that. So that's and, great. And, 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 and I'm just like, believe me, we're not as far away in our levels as you think we are. Okay, that's fair. Like, like I'm, I am nowhere near Dan's knowledge of, I, of comics. I, I don't think many people are. No, 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 they're, they're not. Um, but, um, something that came to mind to me was there was a character portrayed by his name escapes me, but he played, he played Ralphie in a, a Christmas story. Oh shit. Yeah. I don't know his real name. Yeah. Um, but he was one of the computer, one of the software engineers that was working with Mysterio. Oh yeah. And he, if I'm not mistaken, he got away with sorry yes he got away with a flash drive he did and so it made me wonder if maybe he's the true mysterio Ooh. i I, you're right that that, that's that's what i love about these i I love how we just build it up in our heads we get have you Go ahead. Have you seen, have you watched Chang-Chi yet? Or yeah, Shang-Chi? I just saw it on Sunday. Me too. Same. I watched it on Sunday as well. Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, Chef's Kiss. Yes, sir. Awesome movie. Marvel pulled off. They finally pulled off Marvel Studios. Uh, awesome martial arts film. Yeah. I thought, I thought that was great. I love the scenery. I love the, what's the... I apologize you could probably correct it the food dogs that's what they're called yes dude that thing like i want one and that I want a maurice <laughs> that dragon beautiful was majestic yeah man in terms of like traditional chinese dragon like the style yeah oh my god and just like the coloring and everything it was beautiful yeah. no no it was a it was for lack of a better term, aesthetically pleasing. Everything just uh, back at back in back uh, my two weeks I spent in college, I learned the term mise en scene, which means that everything is placed there for a reason. And the mise en scene of uh, <laughs> of Shang Chi, oh, beautiful! It, it was really beautifully shot. Is the best way I can put it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it and and I just I absolutely loved it. But the reason I bring up, and I'm not going to spoil anything because it is it is a you know yeah a little newer is, still. It is a newer movie, but there's some there are there's some reveals in that movie that are just like oh yeah. like oh man like, uh, so and and so like I I don't doubt that that that's a thing that can occur in any one of these films. Yeah. I I've, I've yet to watch the Eternals, but I'm super yeah I haven't seen that yet. I I and I still haven't seen Black Widow. Oh, I I enjoyed it. it you know, it wasn't by no means. I'm going to say, oh man, it was the best movie. It was a good movie to continue the story. Like it, it it's you won't you won't regret watching it. No, and and I plan to. It's just a matter of I just haven't yet. And um, 
uh, intern and I just haven't been back to the theaters yet. Yeah, I get you. So, you know, I maybe because Ghostbusters comes out Afterlife comes out this Friday. Comes out tonight. Oh, you're right. It comes out it. Yeah, it comes out tonight. Um, the theater right now. Uh, let's go. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm really excited to see that. So with with uh the world's sexiest man, Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> my my only regret about this new Ghostbuster movie is that uh Conan O'Brien doesn't have a talk show anymore, and Paul Rudd couldn't go on there and show his <laughs> <laughs> and and play his scene from Mac and Me. <laughs> yeah. The longest running joke in entertainment. That was like like I love Dan Escobar for many many things. He's yeah. he's fucking hilarious. But when I ran into him at C2E2 in a Mac and Me shirt and he's like, "Oh bro, I got to go. My Paul Rudd photo op is next." <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't even know that. It's great. I'm just like, "Holy shit." Like of only him, only him, you know? I get you. Yeah, it's it's Mac and Me shirt. That's so Dan. I love it. I yes, absolutely love indeed. it. Indeed. Indeed. So yeah, we're so obviously we are popped by the Spider-Man No I, Way Home I trailer. Can't wait. I cannot wait for Spider-Man. Uh yeah, it, it's mwah. the trailer great. I I I I don't want. I need the Andrew Garfield Spidey redemption. I need him to catch MJ. Well, now I need it too now that you've said it damn it (laughs) that's not perfect man it has to it's got to be the redemption yeah no no you're right you're absolutely right absolutely well let's switch you uh gears back to uh to a little bit of wrestling uh yeah and and funny that you would say switching gears because i think we're headed to full gear full gear damn (laughs) you're insane no um, now i know you were at gcw i was i i called bits and pieces on my phone Okay. All right. Um, my overall take on full gear yeah. was first off, it was a very good show. Okay. Um, there, there weren't any bad matches. Sweet. Like I think top to bottom, every match was good. My only negative thing I can say about it is I don't think that any of them were great. There yeah. were great moments but I don't think that there was a great match in the entire show. Really? Now, and that's just my opinion, no, you know, of course, of course. like I, I think that in terms of the entire show, Darby Allen and MJF, especially how they started off their match yeah. was the match of the night for me. Oh, okay. I see. I didn't, I didn't see any of that. Uh, I may or may not have uh, caught it on a stream on the way home. Uh, I saw all of Punk and Kingston, which I was really into. I really, yeah. I, I mean, I get why Punk goes over, I guess. But like, I really would have wished Eddie got the win because I feel like Eddie needs a win. You know, he he's, they keep billing him as this tough badass and he, and he really is. Well, I, but I think, don't you feel, don't you feel like they're building him to a breaking point though? I hope so. I mean, like, I think, I think, I think that the, the nice guy, not nice guy, but face, Eddie right. Eddie Kingston is is like maybe one more disrespect away from turning. You know what I mean? No, that, that, that's fair. Uh, I mean, I, I just think that would have been a huge win for Kingston. Uh, Absolutely. Um, the thing is, is is who, like 
I think you have to, and 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 this is a, it's a place that I really feel like AEW has painted themselves into a corner in a way mm-hmm. where they, they've got, especially the latest three, when you're talking about CM Punk, Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. and Adam Cole. Right. Um, now I realize that that uh the the super elite did lose their match on Saturday. Oh, they did? Yes. Okay. But Adam Cole hasn't had a singles loss yet. Okay. So that's Brian Danielson has not had a singles loss loss yet. Right. And and now and, and CM Punk hasn't either. So there's to me, they're kind of painting themselves into a corner with that because the longer it goes, the more impactful those losses have to be. Well, I and I was uh, I found it hard not to interrupt there because I think I think we've come to that crossroads now. Because did you watch Dynamite this week? I did. Okay, so it, you know, there's they're obviously setting up Punk and MJF. I, yeah, I think the Punk. Whoever gets that first victory over Punk, that's the huge one, right? Because yeah. that's Punk's first wrestling lost in seven years. Yeah. Uh, and I think MJF is kind of the perfect guy to carry that. It, well, because he can cheat to win. He can, te- he can cheat to win, and he can just have that feather in his cap the rest of his career. Yep, exactly. Like, I beat CM Punk after seven years. He's washed and all that stuff. I'm, I really enjoyed... Uh, the, the the Daniel Brian Danielson turned this week. You know, I'm, I'm turn. Yeah, dude. It was just like, funny because uh people were talking like, oh man, it's gonna be face for his face now. I mean, Brian embraced that. He just you can tell he was relishing it. He just had that grin on his face, like ah, well, the, the thing is, is like I don't really ever like like as Daniel Bryan in the WWE, mm-hmm. yes, uh he was what you would call a white meat baby face for a a lot of his career yeah yeah but it's a subtle shift for him it's not it doesn't have to be the all out eco warrior shift that he did do in wwe it's just a matter of like turning up the cockiness only just a degree just being a little more braggadocious yeah you're i i think you just nailed that yeah and and so the subtlety and i i loved it like it was great um, and, and it w- and the way it started out too, is I, you, you kind of felt it coming like, cause he's out there and he's smirking yeah. and like, like, and he's genuinely like, Oh, congratulations, whatever. And then the shots started coming like right away, but they were like those like backhanded shots that you get from like Absolutely. that family member that you kind of don't like <laughs> for sure. No, that was I and uh, obviously it's cheap. Uh, it's a cheap pop, but uh, the WrestleMania line. He's like, I won. I headlined WrestleMania, and I wrestled the next night. <laughs> like the the crowd didn't like that one. No, no, that was an easy way to get them to turn on him right away. You know, I, I'm I'm really interested in this because I've said it before. I don't see the it in Hangman. Um, nor do I but but that's I mean I, in my defense which is fine whoever's listening and may be triggered uh, you know all two of you people who may hear this it's, oh. <laughs> it, it's okay you know what I'm saying like uh, I'm now Not invested enough. in this neck in this next feud with him and Danielson because I think Danielson brings out the best in people and I really want to see what what uh, what business he could do with hangman um, and well and I love that he 
I love the fact that he's just like, I'm going to stomp everybody in the Dark Order's head off. Like, that's great. Absolutely. Just, I mean, that's, they have like 20 members. That's one, two matches a week. I get to see, you know, of, of, of Brian on, on TV. Listen, and this and, and, and the schedule that he's been wrestling, yeah. yeah, he'll go through them pretty quickly. Absolutely, man. Like it's uh it's really cool. I I'm loving I'm loving Danielson at AEW because it's exactly what he wanted to do, but me as a fan of his, it's exactly what I want to see him do. And, right. I, and I think for the locker room, like let's be real, evil Uno getting a one-on-one with Brian Danielson on national TV. That's huge for Evil Uno. Like, it I'm is. Sure, I'm, he's, you know he's got to be a fan and respects Danielson's work because, I mean, how can you not, right? Right. So it's just like, and that's the cool, that's the good stuff about AEW. They give people these opportunities. Like, we got a, a, a few weeks ago, which I thought was an excellent match, CM Punk versus Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Garcia, Garcia just, where did he come from? He had He's had a hell of an indie run this year, but... He got a match with CM Punk on TV, and he had a hell of a match where I was like, I hope the kids have Punk out. <laughs> and and Kingston's next for him. Yeah. So it's just like, the, kudos to AEW for bringing different, just being the alternative, just bringing cool stuff there. You know, um, I love to see what they're doing with Punk and, uh, and Danielson right now. Right. We're super into that. So you, so for you, the match of the night was uh, Darby and MJF. Absolutely, like I, I really encourage you to go back and if you only watch like maybe the first ten minute, five ten minutes of the match. Yeah. Um, I I literally was just like, did they just like rehearse this over and over again? Oh, the yeah. transitions in and out of holds were so crisp and so smooth. Nice. that like it felt and and i don't want to i don't want it because it could have a negative connotation that it's that it felt rehearsed yeah but it didn't it just was so on point yeah like they yeah. were like you know how sometimes you're watching a, a match and and two wrestlers just their timing is off yeah like their timing was just perfect okay nice and and then you know like mjf being mjf you know he like has to cheat to win of course. And, but that's what we expect of him. Right. So that's why I said, like, I think you're right. I think MJF is the first person, is the right person to put a loss on CM Punk. Yeah. Because he cheats to do it. Right. And in that way, we're still left, like, feeling like, well, CM Punk's still undefeated, really. You know? Right, right, right. I got you. Like, if he, if he pins Punk clean, I'm not a fan. No? No. Yeah. That's even bigger feather in this cap. Like that's an even and yes, it is. And 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 just like his parents, fuck MJF. <laughs> that's fantastic. No, <laughs> that, that's awesome, dude. But but yeah, I, I mean overall, I mean the crowd went nuts for Hingman and good for the crowd. I mean, yeah, they are I mean, they are way beyond. I wish I'm jealous. I wish I could be in on him like that, but it it just he doesn't do it for me. Which yeah. I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the minority, which is fine. I'll join you there. I I I don't like. I see. I recognize. That's the thing is like I recognize his talent. Yeah. But I haven't connected with the character. Yeah. And and I so I agree. 
like I would I'm telling like like I, I already said like I felt like there were no great matches. Right. Man, if that was if Adam Page, you picked Adam Page out and you put someone in that I cared about, yeah, that would have been a great match. Fair. So to be fair, it was really technically a great match. Right. I just wasn't into it. Okay. Um, so so like yeah, it was good product. Very cool. Yeah, I it's I'll have I'll have to check it out. Um, but no, I, I think they followed up pretty well on on Wednesday. They announced the Jay Lethal signing. Uh, you know, a, a, as with everything in life, there's a little controversy on the internet about his signing, but whatever. Really? Yeah, he he was mentioned in those speaking out stories from uh, about a year 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 or so ago. Oh, really? Yeah, so he was mentioning stuff. Uh, I, I really don't even know what it is. All I, 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 I didn't really go digging for information on. Hey, what did what was he accused of? I mean, sure. you know, it's bad enough out there. Um, but yeah, I think they, I think AEW followed up pretty well. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Friday the go home show for uh, for WWE going into Survivor Series. Um, I, I- this- Bro, I wish I I wish I could say the same. Um, it, it it has become for me, it's like a labor to watch WWE. I'm laborious. Um, it's just, it's rough. It's been rough. Um, and and it's it's hard to get behind a company that is just shooting their talent away. Like I I I'm still frustrated with the last uh, round of uh, of releases. Right. Um, they they reported. I know I, I I threw out some stupid astronomical number the last time we talked about it. No, no, right. But their last quarter, the last quarter they reported uh, earnings of two hundred and fifty million dollars in a quarter. Right. Okay. They're a very strong company. Absolutely. They're not hurting for money. No, they're not. Um, I mean, and, and I can be devil's advocate and say that, you know, they went through a phase of signing way too much talent, mm-hmm. but they're not using the talent they currently have well. I agree. It's just, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It's really bothersome. And even uh, Survivor Series used to be uh, a real, like, I know it's considered one of the big four. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Big four, yeah. Um, but I'm not. I'm not down with the brand supremacy thing. No, I, I, I'm with you on that. Um, because United Champions, you could do that. Like, well, here's the thing too. It's it's there was a breakdown. It's online. You can go go check it out. I'll, I'll give credit where credit is due. Um, uh, it's an excellent show that I like to watch. Wrestle Talk. Okay. Um, they're they're on YouTube. Randomness. <laughs> Just the Wrestle Talk. Okay. Um, they're they're uh, guys from England. Um, and, and they did a breakdown of the percentages of talent that are wrestling for one brand. So like, it was like, for instance, the raw survivors series team, which is Seth, Finn, Kevin, uh, God, I can't even remember. Uh, Oh, and Ray and, and Ray Mysterio and Dominic. Right. Well, now mystery. Well, they're both off the team now. Okay. Oh, that's right, because Ray is hurt. But Austin Theory is on there. But yes, go ahead. They're okay, all- Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, but the original team. Yeah. 
had just come over from SmackDown a week before. Yeah, it's... And then eight, I think it's 80% of the Raw women's team. The same thing is true. Jesus. Like, it's just, like I said, go check out WrestleTalk and, and they have the breakdowns and everything. But it's there, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense when you're you're pushing this brand loyalty. And who has loyalty to a one week? You know what I mean? Right. It, no, no, I, I totally get it. Yeah, they're they're feeding you something that doesn't make sense. Uh right. They're I, I guess the best way, but they're not connecting the dots, which makes sense. Yeah. I get yeah. it. And and so here I'm gonna I'm gonna run down the card. Let me yeah. just get through it and then we can talk about it. So you're you're absolutely right. It is kind of like a, a night of champions. Yeah. Because it's it's Damian Priest versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That's the mid-card champion versus the mid-card champion. Right. RK Bro versus the Usos. Those are the tag champs versus the tag champs. Yeah. Then you got Big E versus Roman Reigns. That's the two big titles. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. That's the two women's titles. And then we have a women's traditional Survivor Series elimination match and a men's traditional Survivor Series elimination match. Weird, man. And and so when you look at it from that standpoint, that is that's a night of champions. Yeah. That is, except for the two Survivor Series matches. And uh, I don't know if you remember, but when I was a kid, which was a lot earlier than when you were a kid, oh, yeah, um, <laughs> but like the Survivor Series teams, and it wasn't even even in in the Attitude Era. They were great. They were it was, but it was like two guys or or like or four guys that had beef with each other, and then they would go around in the locker room and build a team. Yep. They would have to go and fight. Like, hey, do you want to fight on my side? Yeah, I'll fight with you. And there was story behind it. It wasn't you're sitting at home on a Sunday afternoon and Twitter blows up with all of the Survivor Series teams, the announcement. Right. No, no, I I, I get it, dude. Uh, but I think it's it's been well over 15, 10 years, 10, 15 years since they've done it that way. But I agree because in my mind, that's how it still is. You know, it's it's Team Hogan versus Team whoever or the million dollar team or. Uh, yeah, the Heenan family versus, you know, so I, D, I, even even like DX versus the 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 Spirit Squad, whatever. I mean, like I think they could have they could have done great. They could have just literally done the uh, New Day versus the Bloodline. That would have been phenomenal. Which we already we we have it basically because yeah. you got Big E versus Roman. Well, actually, I'm sorry. You got you got RK Bro versus the Usos. You're right. It would have been a much better. It, it would have been much better if they would have done that. Yeah, but you know, can't have that. Uh, sorry, <laughs> can't I, have things make sense. Yeah, can't have things make sense. I, I'm looking right now uh, on Twitter. Little uh, a pop, well, a Funko pop, and I have to try to get this. I got. I think it's releasing tomorrow. A Ned Flanders pop. But in his skiing outfit, and he's turned to the side. Nothing <laughs> at all. Nothing <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, I need that. I, I need that pop. I've been That's on. Awesome. A, I've been on a big Simpsons kick lately. Of oh, Funko Festival of Fun, uh, Emerald City Comic Con reveals the Simpsons stupid sexy Flanders. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. Aren't they based out of? Isn't their their like the, their big shop? Isn't that in Seattle? Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, because that's I, I'm pretty sure the Emerald City uh, Comic Con is in is in uh, in Seattle. Yeah, I'll, I, so I was just gonna say the 
been on a Simpsons kick lately, and I just realized that the Michael Jackson episode is not on Disney Plus. Yeah, they what? don't have it. On, they don't have it on there. It's uh. So the story behind that is that I guess at the time Michael Jackson's people wouldn't let him do the show, so that's why it was a. Uh, it's Michael Jackson, but it was really him. But they said it wasn't. Well, it was. Well, here's well, here's ahead. the thing. Yeah. Michael Jackson, we all know, was a little weird. Whether or not you embrace the the dark side of the story, right. whatever, um, undeniable and icon of of our generation. Oh no! Um, I mean, all timer. But uh, he had a strange sense of humor. Yes. So Michael Jackson actually did record everything for that show. Yeah. Except for the singing. I heard. Yeah. The singing was done by an impersonator. Oh. <laughs> Yes, and I think I saw that because the, I think the person who said that he had to do the singing in front of Michael Jackson. And yes. Like, Holy shit! Like, how do you do Michael <laughs> in front of Michael? Yeah, good call. And but, like, and nobody knew except for him. But yeah. that was the funniest shit to him. Yeah. No, that's uh, you, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, I, I've heard some. I mean, that could be the whole different episode of like of the stories I've heard about Michael Jackson's quote unquote humor. Uh, I, who who so recently said I think it's like Chris Rock or something like that said like yeah Michael Jackson's still alive because he always said that it's like one day he's gonna fake his own death and he's gonna live out uh, as like I guess Michael had characters he did I guess there's this one guy named Ed that he introduced himself as to somebody else in front of Chris I'm assuming I think it's Chris Rock so for the for the story I'm gonna say it was Chris Rock mm-hmm. and he's like Michael what the hell are you doing he's like oh that's just something I like to do and so he told Chris Rock he's like, <laughs> He's like, one day I'm going to fake my own death and I'm just going to live my life as uh, Ed. But then they go in the, the clip I saw and then Chris Rock is like, you see that motherfucker right there goes, that's Michael Jackson because they had video of Michael Jackson in this character as Ed. But yeah. then just a few years ago, post his death, you see a person that looks just like this Ed character. And, and it was like, it's like some function. Yeah. So Chris Rock's See, like, hey, Michael Jackson. We need to we need to have a conspiracy episode. Oh, dude, let's go. Because um in our in our last fantasy draft, yeah. Uh I think it was in the post episode fist fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with Pac and, and uh DJ Neurotic, <laughs> they mentioned they mentioned a couple of, of uh conspiracy theories. One about Avril Lavigne yeah. and what about Lady Gaga? Yeah, you're I don't right. know if you've gone down the rabbit hole, but no. I went down the rabbit hole of the Avril Lavigne one, and I only took a peek at the Lady Gaga one, yeah. and it's like, nice. We, I don't believe them, but there are wild theories, fun, right? I love yeah. conspiracy theories. They're 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 super fun, man. But, yep. But yeah, we got Survivor Series this weekend. Take us home, Noli nerd. <laughs> Bring us home, you know. We'll be, uh, we'll be. Well, well, I guess we can talk about this after the after the camera's off. But yeah, we'll be back, nerd. We will be home. back next week. Um. So uh, this has been a hot hour with uh, with uh, OG Hank three one two. That's me. And me, incidental nerd. That's him. Together we are for the pop, and uh, we we're gonna keep doing it for the pop. Yes, sir. And uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed what you've, you're listening to or watching. And if you do, click subscribe, 
or follow us, or you can find us on our on our any of our socials, yep. or you can find me on TikTok. Yep. Give us a follow, give us a like, send us some comments. We want to interact with the community. Drop a comment, please. 